You're listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 209, Helping Your Grieving Child. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome back to another episode of Less Drama, More Mama. And please excuse the raspiness in my voice today. I recorded another version of this earlier in the day and it was twice as bad. So this is what you get. I have a really important episode to share with you today about helping your grieving child. Before we dive into that topic, I want to invite you to sign up for your free mini session with me before the end of August. School has already started in many places, and I want to set you up for success as you navigate the new school year. So head over to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and request your free session with me. We'll discuss your specific situation and figure out a game plan for you to have a smooth transition back to school this year. Yesterday, I returned from Experience Camps in Georgia, a one-week camp for kids entering grades 4 to 12 who have experienced the death of a parent, sibling, or primary caregiver. There are five different locations for the camp, and I'll link to their website in today's show notes at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 209 because it's an amazing organization, and I keep returning to camp year after year as a grief specialist because it's such a rewarding experience for the kids and for me. Kids also return year after year, saying that they look forward to camp all year long because it's the one place they feel totally comfortable being themselves and talking about their grief. In the episode I shared last year called Lessons from Grief Camp, I spoke about the importance of talking about expressing and validating kids' emotions. In this episode, I want to focus more specifically on the emotion of grief and share some recommendations for how to support grieving kids, whether they're grieving the loss of a parent, a sibling, a grandparent, other family members, pets, or peers. The first recommendation is to talk openly and honestly about death. I know this is a sensitive topic and it can be difficult for a lot of people to talk about. So if you're not comfortable talking about death, I encourage you to get curious about why. I used to be terrified of someone I loved dying. And then I found the self-coaching model and recognized that death is a neutral circumstance and it isn't good or bad until I have thoughts about it. For example, there are numerous deaths that happen in the world each day, but because I don't know about them, or I don't know the people who died, I don't feel grief about their deaths. Understanding that I create my own suffering with my thoughts was liberating because it meant that I could also create my own peace. I also realized that the worst part about someone I love dying would be an emotion of grief or sadness or anger or devastation, depending on my thoughts at the time. And I know that emotions are harmless vibrations in my body and that I can handle any emotion. I don't need to avoid or resist them. I can allow myself to feel them 
no matter how uncomfortable they may be. I started choosing intentional thoughts about death that brought me a sense of peace and acceptance rather than fear and despair. Thoughts like, death is a natural part of life. It's okay to feel the pain of grief. I can handle it. And everything happens right on time. Something I heard again and again at camp this summer was that in an effort to protect them from feeling upset, my camper's parents didn't always tell them that their other parent or sibling was ill, or they weren't 100% honest with them about how their person died. So when they eventually learned the truth, they became very angry with their surviving parent. In other words, trying to protect them from feeling upset caused them to feel more upset. Of course, it's important to share details and facts in an age-appropriate manner. Kids don't necessarily need all the details surrounding a person's death, but they appreciate knowing as much of the truth as they can handle and being able to openly discuss their thoughts and feelings with an adult who's calm and loving and will validate their emotions of sadness, anger, guilt, worry, or anything else. The second way to help a grieving child is to take their lead when it comes to how they grieve. Just like adults, some kids will want to talk about the person or pet while others won't. Some kids will want to surround themselves with friends and distract themselves while others will withdraw or become clingy. There's no right or wrong way to react and you can support your child by normalizing whatever reaction they have and offering a non-judgmental space to deal with the death in their own way. When you do this, you communicate that you're a safe person and they'll be more likely to feel connected to you and come and talk to you when they're ready. If you notice that your child is exhibiting acting out behavior or using unhealthy coping strategies to deal with their emotions, recognize this as a call for help and connection rather than a way for them to cause trouble or upset you. This leads me to the third way to help grieving kids, which is to try to find them some outside support. Whether it's individual therapy, group therapy, or a program like Experience Camps, having a safe place to talk about their feelings with someone other than you and meet other kids who understand what they're going through is so important. Most of the kids I worked with said that camp is the one place they can be themselves without feeling judged and that just knowing everyone else there had experienced grief helped them to feel better. The fourth way to help grieving kids is to appropriately share your feelings too. This can be tricky though because you don't want to set up a situation in which your child feels they have to take care of or parent you. You want to get to a place through therapy or coaching where you can share your feelings without emotionally falling apart. It's okay to cry. It's okay to let your child see you sad and be a human. It gives them permission to be human too. But You are the adult, so make sure that you're getting support from other adults and processing your emotions first before helping your kids process theirs. Many of the kids at camp said they don't talk to their surviving parents about their grief because they don't want to upset them. So it's important to let your child know that they're not responsible for your feelings, that you're getting support, and that you welcome them talking to you. If that's true for you, and if it's not, then maybe it can be a goal of yours. When you can model your own self-care and practice self-love, you'll end up having more love to give to them. Another way to help grieving kids is to let them have as close to a quote-unquote normal childhood as possible. 
One camper reported that because her father died in a car accident, her mother had very strict rules around her driving. She wasn't allowed to drive on the highway. She couldn't go over a certain speed limit. She had a location tracker and other tracking apps on her phone. While it certainly made sense that this mother was anxious, she was clearly making decisions out of fear and trying to control her daughter and the circumstances so she could feel better. As you know from listening to this podcast, circumstances don't cause our feelings, our thoughts do. So if you're anxious about something happening to your kids, take responsibility for how you feel rather than trying to control or manipulate your kids to make you feel better and learn how to create the feeling that you want for yourself. Finally, you can help grieving kids honor the memory of the deceased. You can start by giving them a choice about whether to attend the funeral and participate in it. This helps them feel respected and included. Be sure to let them know what to expect beforehand and don't force them to go if they don't want to. Attending a funeral can help kids better understand and accept what happened and be in the presence of other people who are grieving. There was a girl at camp who said that her father loved to travel And so whenever she and her family traveled to cool places, they spread some of his ashes there. She told me about this ritual with such excitement and enthusiasm in her voice. Creating rituals and traditions is a great way to honor and remember the person or pet who died. Another camper shared that her family raises money for research to cure the disease her brother suffered from. When kids have something tangible to do, it can help them feel more in control and turn a tragedy into an opportunity for making a difference in other people's lives. So those are my tips and takeaways from this year at Grief Camp. I'm going to add a few resources in the show notes of organizations that specialize in helping grieving kids, so be sure to check that out as well. And please pass along the information about experience camps to anyone you think might benefit. The camp is always looking for volunteers to be counselors, and they rely on donations to run the camp. So please consider making a donation of any kind. Your support is greatly appreciated. I'll talk to you again next week, Mama. Take care. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.